welcome back to the Ready, Set, Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And thank you all for joining us. And we're calling this one, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like... Fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to Mo for uh, helping us with the name of this episode. Thanks, man. And guys, it's great to be back. Me and Letty are pumped. It's Monday morning. We got the coffee brewing. Hell yeah. And it's on. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear, hear Kinsley. She's wired up. She's PJ masked out. Oh, as man. am I. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about this episode. Kind of wanted to start off. We got our first snow oh, here yeah. in Greenville. <laughs> Woo! The excitement it continues. Like in most places, they got like three inches, but on, the, but on like the outskirts of the county. I think my dad, and he lives over in Belton, he got like, I'm going to say about six inches. <laughs> I was at work Saturday night, and it was like a big deal. Oh, like yeah. The, they were like watching the radars and see where I work amongst, you know, there ain't many things i don't like about it but one thing i think is really cool is they do have a snow policy so it's like if something goes on and you gotta leave or you gotta call in it don't count against you that's good you don't find that much around here but it was like a big deal and i remember usually when they call for snow let's be honest it doesn't do shit or it barely it does half of what they say and i remember they said it would start raining and it would turn into freezing rain and then they was laying out the time frames, and it was so crazy because it did exactly. It actually, yeah, yeah, it actually did it, and it kind of threw almost everybody off because, you know, most of the time around here, they'll be like, we're looking for a foot of snow, and it might, like, piss poor rain yeah. for 30 minutes, and that's it. Yeah, and I remember when I left, it, it looked like it was seriously going to do something, and then I left work because we weren't sure if we were going to leave early or whatever. Everybody ended up coming in on first shift and everything, and I left, and I was like, it just looks like it's raining. Well, yeah. then I'm, like, driving home, and then all of a sudden, of course, as I'm driving home, here comes the snow. And, I mean, I drive an old Lincoln, so I'm, like, sliding everywhere. And, I mean, I was actually nervous dude like am i gonna make it oh yeah yeah whenever i had to get out driving yesterday i mean the roads were clear but you still always got the dumbasses who were just like you know just outgoing slower and shit like 20 under the fucking speed limit over a little puddle of water that's right in front of them yeah i mean it's it's crazy and uh i mean my car was bad about it but it was cool that it started snowing again this morning. It was, it was just cool to get a little snow. I, I like when it snows, and especially, I kind of hope it snows on Christmas. I think that's always, like, a big deal oh, yeah. with people. I mean, Oh, yeah. Oh, a nice white Christmas, but, you know, most of the time here, it'll snow, like, the week before, it's and like, then it'll be, like, 80 degrees on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it's like 80 on Christmas. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm in shorts on Christmas. Yeah, dude. It, it, the weather has been insane, and... It's funny to hear people say, it's the end of the world, oh God. You're just like, well, it's got to end one day. Just look at you (laughs) like you're fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. But another thing I'm going to talk about, man, there's a lot going on in gaming. Oh, there is. So as I was flipping through YouTube, as I'm a YouTube fanatic, the new Mortal Kombat 11 trailer dropped. Hell yeah. Showed fucking a, a fight between Raiden and Scorpion. And now they're basing this game off time bending, which I think is is very interesting. Oh, hell yeah. Because it shows Raiden, I mean, he's just beating the shit out of Scorpion toward yeah. the end. Does a fatality, blo- explodes his head. I'm like, I'm hooked right there. Like, I'm like, fuck shit, yeah. I yeah. mean, they had Raiden looking badass. They had Scorpion looking badass. And then all of a sudden, you see somebody walk up behind Raiden. And it's a different looking scorpion. Oh, shit. And all of a sudden he bursts into the flame scorpion, yeah. you know, and then does like a 
almost kind of like Raiden's Superman uh, dash yeah. or whatever, and kills him. You know, explodes his stomach out, pulls out his sword, chops his head off, and then it and then uh, Raiden's head flies up, and his hook goes through him, and it said, "You're next." Oh shit! And I was just like, "Oh You're my like, okay, god!" Pre-order immediately. Yeah. Well, it says you can pre-order, and then there's a beta. But I noticed I was watching uh, YouTuber. I can't. I think it's Soul Illuminati a guy watching. He tried to pre-order it on the eighth, and it, he it couldn't wouldn't. find. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, you know, and that's what a game my fiance will actually play. She loves Mortal Kombat. I've been a Mortal Kombat fan. I used to go to Food City, play in the motherfucking arcade. Oh, fuck you yeah. remember? But uh, I, I love it and. Fortnite Season 7, you know I gotta talk Fortnite, Letty. I, I kind of, you know, was on a Madden 19 kick, kind of shot away from Fortnite. And I, I, I'm gonna tell you something, Letty. These son of a bitches at Epic Games have, they're like the uh, primitive vapor of, of vaping for us. <laughs> they've, got, they've got like the magic formula of gaming. Like usually a game, it'll get badass like we were talking yeah. before the show. It'll have that peak, and then you'll just see it decline, like we were saying, yeah. PUBG. It'll just fade away, and, you even, know. Yeah, even Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty's gonna like that anymore. And Fortnite, man, I'm gonna tell you why I think they're so successful, though. Why every update, every week, every season, they just get better and better. I'm gonna tell you the number one reason why I think. Because they listen to the community. They do. That's, that, that's what I truly believe, because there's a lot of things. They'll even throw characters in the game. That if a lot of people on Reddit like an idea, a character, whatever it may be, yeah. they'll throw it in the game. I mean, how many games do you know that really do that? Not many, Not honestly. Many. Yeah. I kind of been wearing out Season 7. The Battle Pass is dope this year. They just released OG, as they call it, Christmas <laughs> skins. Of, of course, I'd already spent my V-Bucks. Uh, that sucked. But uh, what have you been playing on, lady? I've been playing, you know, a little bit of Red Dead Redemption 2 here and there. Playing the hell out of some Spyro, but past past weekend, I don't know what it was, but I went on, you know, a nice old school kick. Yeah. Played the fuck out of some Grand Theft Auto San Andreas yesterday. A uh, classic. Oh, classic. man, I was over at Moe's. Uh, I downloaded it on my PS3, and I was like, fuck it. I was like, y'all ain't watching anything. I'm going to play the game. Probably played it for like three or four hours. Oh, oh TJ's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't Dude. that his name? Uh, CJ. CJ. I, I said TJ. Oh, oh shit. TJ, you are too, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna just playing the hell out of some older games because, uh, I mean, hands down, I don't care what your opinions are on any of the other ones. San Andreas is the best Grand Theft Auto. It, it really catapulted it. it, it, it I is. feel like it's what shot it off to what it is. I mean, they kind of went a little downhill with the Liberty City stories and the Vice City stories, and then you know they brought it back with four and five, but. I thought it was cool they did the online thing oh, with yeah. that. I thought that was really smart because you kind of took almost like a one-dimensional game and you made it like a lot of other possibilities. Oh for yeah, it, you know. And that honestly started with San Andreas because San Andreas is the first was the only one besides you know like four and five that brought in the two-player aspect. Yeah. Because all you gotta do is find the little sp uh, sections in the city where the two-player icons are, and boom, you're off playing. With me, it was me and my cousin and my brother. We'd always take turns playing it. Oh, my God. Just the memories and nostalgia from that game. I mean, you know, I love gaming. I know a lot of people, motherfucker, you're 37. Why, why are you? I, I've just always loved gaming. It's an escape from reality. And if you find someone who loves the game as much as you do, I mean, it's an instant 
Let's fucking sit down and have a nice fucking session playing this damn game. I know, and it's like, it was weird because I went through this kick like, damn, man, should I maybe fucking, you know, move on? I mean, am I really too? But then I thought, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, is there really an age limit on gaming? Everybody uh, no. games. I mean, I was even... Because I was wanting to... Uh, Fortnite, you do find a lot of younger kids oh, yeah. that play the game. And I was like, I I'm going to go try to find some motherfuckers. I'm going to go on Facebook, see if I can find some people more my age. Man, there was people 50 years old yeah. playing 40s. So, you know, I, I, I feel like gaming has just become such a big part of society and our culture and everything. You know, I, I, I feel like it, it doesn't really have an age on it. No, it really you know? don't. And uh, one of the cutest things happened last week. Um, I had my nanny, you know, spend the night with me while I was house-sitting for Mo. I, I walk in the living room. Ruby's sitting there with my nanny trying huh. to get her to play Spyro. Oh, that's cool. Playing oh, Spyro. That's awesome. uh, they were playing uh, Crash Bandicoot together. And then they brought up the damn uh, little pa Miss Pac-Man arcade game that I have on my PS4. Oh, wow. And my nanny's like, I can play this, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, and I know that. I know this. <laughs> and, you know, she's over there just playing the hell out of Pac-Man. You gotta love Pac-Man. Oh, man, yeah. It, and it's just like, it's great because Ruby's like, no, nanny, you need to jump here. And yeah. she's like in the way of the TV this whole time. And yeah. nanny's like, okay, she would die and try to hand off the controller. And Ruby'd be like, no, nanny, it's your turn again. You've got two more lives. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's why I like Fortnite, because Kinsley, you know, she'll sit there and, yeah, I mean, yeah, she kind of lost the interest of it after after a little while on season six, but season seven, man, the air, like, she loves airplanes, Hell and yeah. that, now you can, oh, yeah. you can fly in airplanes now on season seven, and I, I mean, like I said, man, it's just, Fortnite, to me, it has a, a gaming model that I, I don't know what gaming companies, but I don't care who you are. You got to be looking at what they're doing and go, you know, we might need to do that because, oh, yeah. I mean, they're getting deals. I don't give a damn if you're buying a cell phone, a tablet. They, hell, they got a KFC deal now, a deal with the NFL. I mean, they're, they're just going higher and higher. You don't see them falling off. I've, I've heard people talking like it was dying, and I'm like, you're fucking retarded if oh, you yeah. think that. But that was just kind of some stuff we wanted to start the show off talking about. But uh, let us know, guys, if you're playing any games. If you watch the new Mortal Kombat 11 trailer, let us know what y'all thought about it. We'd love to hear it. Letty, who you shouting out this week? This week, I'm shouting out, as always, my beautiful daughter. I mean, she's uh, off playing with Lily today over at the house. They didn't have school because of the snow, so she was excited about that, and Lily was too. Shout out to Ruby and Lily. Oh, yeah, two cutest little girls, and old Kenzenator over there, too. Oh, old Kenzenator. Kenzenator. Yeah, shout out to old Kenzenator. What keeps us humble and keeps us going. You dang uh, right. My friends and family who listen to this, I appreciate y'all's support. Y'all have to listen to me, bitch, outside of this, and if y'all take an extra hour to listen to me bitch even more i appreciate it <laughs> dt i gotta thank you i mean making podcasts fucking greatness over Damn here man right. uh, i gotta appreciate all you listeners you know i mean without y'all we wouldn't have this i mean we do it for fun and if y'all just get a nice laugh out of it it makes our day dt who you shouting out i got a shout out as always my family they they keep me going in a, in a crazy world filled with crazy ass people oh yeah 
you know, this time of year, man, with the holidays, and then you got your bills on top of that, and all this crazy shit with the snow coming in, it can be a hectic time, and your family will always keep you grounded, and it's important for us to remember that, you know, and I know some people have issues with family, as we're probably getting ready to dive into here a little later, but always remember, man, work shit out, life's too short, you know what I'm saying? Gotta thank Letty, man, she's dealt with a lot here lately, and uh, she's soldiered on, even even came over here in the snow, which I think our roads are actually okay. Yeah, most of the roads are good, they're just really wet, not in a good way. Yeah, yeah, not not in a good way, (laughs) yeah, not in a good way, but yeah, thank you to Letty for all her hard work and everything she does in the show. You gotta thank Drama Bryant, man, she's also been dealing with a lot, man, we really haven't talked to her at all, and uh, Drama, we still got you back. We still love you. Hell we yeah. hope everything's all right. And guys, I always say this every show. If you've got a small business, if you're just starting up a business, or if you've got a business and you feel like you're getting overcharged, if you head on over to socialpoint24.com, Drama Bryant, great packages. She has fair prices. She will build you great websites, create backlinks for your business so that you can get your name out there. And she runs a blog to kind of keep all her customers in the loop as she likes to develop just a personal relationship with her customers. She works Monday through Saturday, man, works her ass off. And she built her business from the ground up and she will take care of any of your online marketing needs. Trust me on that. She is a very hard worker. She is. If you need to speak with her further, hit her up at her Gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com. And as always, we thank you, Drama. Got to thank Kellen Keller, the man that inspired me to do this podcast. And last but not least, you listeners, we really appreciate you guys, man. I mean, like I said, we don't have a a shit ton of listeners right now, and that's fine, man. Those of y'all that have been here and support the show, that's all we need. We really appreciate you guys and, you know, all your support, helping us get our name out there. Thank you. All right, Letty, on to same bullshit, different day. Oh, man. And as much as we would like to talk about Takashi 69, which we were originally going to do until this uh, popped up, Letty hit them off. All right, so in May, as for the past eight years, they have had a festival called Carolina Rebellion. Badass name. It's always been held at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Well, they got rid of it. Uh, This year, they have the Epicenter Festival. And it's in Rockingham, North Carolina. It's from May 10th, 11th, and 12th. Now, the lineup, I was talking to DT before the show, and I was like, man, the lineup comes out the 10th. What's today's date? Notice it was the 10th. Mm-hmm. Immediately jumped up on there, and they have one hell of a lineup for you. I'm Holy gonna, shit. I'm going to read off just the Friday lineup for you right now. You got Corn, Rob Zombie, The Prodigy, Evanescence, MGK, Meshuggah, you got some Skillet, Beartooth, the Mark Langan uh, Band, uh, Dorothy, you got Black Pistol Fire, Zill and Ardor, you got Knocked Loose, Sloth Rust, Wilson, Hands Like Houses, Hiro the Hero, Amigo the Devil, Arrested Youth, Vane, Black Coffee, and there's more to be announced for day one. Saturday, you got Tool, Judas Priest, The Cult, Bush, Black Label Society, Circa Survive, Yellow Wolf, Motionless and White, The Damn Things, Starset, Grandson, Bad Flower, Memphis May Fire, 
issues, high on fire, wage war, growbot, siler, counterfeit, pretty vicious, Schweppes, dirty money, alien, weaponry, and hide. On Sunday, you got Foo Fighters, Bring Me the Horizon, 311, Live, Mastodon, Kill Switch Engage, Architects, you got Tom Morello, Fever 333, Rain Wolf, Young Blood, The Glorious Sons. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce it. It says Ho 9909. I don't know. That's probably horror. I'm guessing it's horror, but they got some nines in that shit. Uh, While She Sleeps, Basement, Scar Lord, I'm guessing that's what it is. Movement, Teenage Wrist, The Mob Happy, Boston Manor, Cleopatric, and Dirty Nil. Wow, Letty. Wow. Fucking Tool. Tool, Holy shit. Tool. Is playing. Now, here's the question. Does this mean a Tool album is coming, or did they just top on the festival? Is this breadcrumbs to the to the eight-year-long-awaited <laughs> album? I don't know, Letty, but I'm going to tell you guys this. What we're going to do right now, we're going to start with you, Letty. I want you, let's start Sunday, pick your bands, then I'll pick mine. Then we'll go to Saturday, you pick yours, I'll pick mine, and you get the gist. All, All right. right, start with Sunday. Starting out with Sunday. All right, I want to see, I'd like to see Foo Fighters, Bring Me the Horizon, of course. Love love me some Mastodon. Uh, Kill Switch Engage is on that list, too. And the rest of them, I mean, Tom Morello would be cool to see. Yeah. The rest of them, I don't really know that much about them or I've never heard of them. You don't them. know 311? I've heard of them. Wow, but lady, I'm not, lady. I've not really checked them out that much. Oh, my. That, you know, change the letters in some, some. You <laughs> oh, don't know, yeah, down? yeah, I know that. Yeah, down. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's, three, their, that's like, yeah. Okay. 311's like OG, dude. They like, are. they've been around for, like, probably as long as corn and i i would foo fighters yeah i, I probably would this yeah. was one big day i wouldn't probably go to i don't know i do like old foo fighters fuck it we'll say yeah bring me the horizon fuck yeah 311 yeah live now is this lightning crashes <laughs> is that that that's that live that's right? the only thing i could think of but i'm not 100 percent. then i'm going <laughs> i love i love that Hell song yeah. And what was that other one? I alone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm going to that. Mastodon, I got to be honest, not a big fan. I like Mastodon's guitars. That's oh, about they, it. they got some real good guitars. Yes. Kill Switch Engage, yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with Architects. Tom Morello, I, you know me. I'm a huge Tom Morello oh, yeah. fan. I would check out the bands I haven't heard of because oh, yeah. I always like discovering bands I don't know. So, yeah. But those are the main ones. All right, on to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Tool, of course. Hands <laughs> down. Would you go to Tool? <laughs> I Hello. mean, I would go to fucking Tool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd probably check out Judas Priest and the Cult, depending on the show times. Bush, probably to see where they're at. Um, probably, oh, of course, Yellow Wolf, no matter what. Uh, yeah. Motionless and White and Issues. I've seen them both live. They're both amazing, so I'd want to listen to them again. We got... I've heard of Pretty Vicious. I'd probably go check them out. And Memphis Mayfire. Yeah, I would go definitely to 100 friggin' oh, percent. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you it, would probably have to just go uh, skip a couple shows and stand in there. Yeah, fucking, that's literally you, the first stage you'd go yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. You'd just go there and stay there till they played. I just never was a big Judas Priest friend. No, no disrespect toward them. I just didn't get into them. The I mean, Colt, I would check out the Colt. 
Death, I was a huge Bush fan when I was younger. Definitely check them out. Black Label Society, I like Zach Wilde's guitarist, but am I a huge fan of them? No, but I would go. Yeah. Circus Survive, now, I'm sort of familiar with them. I checked them out. Yellow Wolf, hell yeah. Motionless and White, yeah. And uh, Memphis May Fire. And Issues, actually, is not... They're a pretty good band. They are. So, yeah, that's that's who I check out. All right, Friday. Friday. Of course, I'm going to be watching Corn and Rob Zombie. <laughs> who who uh, the fuck wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, I'd check out The Prodigy. Evanescence yeah. is a must. Because, I mean, yep. Amy Lee, who yes. the fuck could turn seeing, down her, seeing her live. I'd check out Meshuggah, depending on. I might go swing by and see some Skillet. I like Beartooth. And, uh, well, this has got to be one stage. It, this hope Because it is. they would say, well, they're on this stage. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, Beartooth. I've, I've listened to a little bit of Dorothy, and mm-hmm. they're not really that bad, so I'd, I'd want to see what they are live. And I'd probably check out Hands Like Houses because I've are. listened to them and they're really, they're, they're good. Yeah, I would agree with all those. Uh, definitely wouldn't see Machine. I just, I, even before the beef with Eminem, I wasn't a fan of Machine. He's okay. got some real good songs, but compared to this, I mean, if he had to go up against anybody else, if I was fighting Showtimes, yeah. I'd go see the yeah. other's band no matter what. I don't know. I just feel like it, it really... He took a risk doing this Eminem beef because now I feel like people are going to go, oh, I got to remain. You're going to get those hardcore people. I got to remain loyal to Eminem. So, fuck. I, I just feel like that was stupid of him. I, I like Skillet. I, I've been a huge fan of theirs for a while. Lo- I love Evanescence, even though one time this guy told me that only gay people listen to, like, Evan or women. Dude. Yeah, no. that's what he told me. I swear to God, that's what I this mean, guy if said. You- their song "Going Under" is my, probably my favorite yes. song by them, hands down. "Going Under" is just so amazing, and I mean, they did songs with Seether and shit. So, I, well, they dated yeah. Amy Lee and him dated. I love "My Immortal." Oh yeah, that is a beautiful I, the rock song. version. Yes, yeah, I, I love it. So yeah, Rob Zombie for sure, Corn for sure, The Prodigy, feel the pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go, dude. Yeah, I, just because it's so cool. Like, I didn't know Bush was still around. I didn't know Live was still around. The Prodigy, the Cult. Wow, dude. Like, this, this is so cool. And I love when festivals like this come out. Tickets were how much left? Uh, the tickets for general admission for all, th- I'm guessing it's all three days because I couldn't find like single day passes. There was $150. Honestly, I'd give $150 just to see Tool alone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of people would. We were trying to figure out kind of this w- what happened with yeah. calling it Carolina Rebellion. Well, it says the music promoter here is Danny Wimmer, and it says is also putting on the new Sonic Temple Festival, which would have been called Rock on the Range in yeah. Ohio. Co-owned and co-promoted by AEG, and it says who have filed a lawsuit against Wimmer for stealing the festivals, and I'm assuming that means not calling them Carolina Rebellion, Rock on the Range, and kind of just giving yeah. them Sonic Temple, which that's kind of cool. That is a cool last name. I don't really care for Epicenter Festival. I feel like he could have maybe went a different direction with that. Hell, I like I would I agree with Rockingham Festival more oh, yeah. than Epicenter. Guys, this is going to be one hell of a festival now again this is may 10th through the 12th of uh 2019 and i'm gonna go ahead and just probably say that when these tickets we're not exactly sure when they're releasing the tickets for sale i'm assuming it's probably going to be 
end of this month, first of next month, if I had to guess. Probably. But you better get them oh, fast. Oh, yeah, you better get them fast. Uh, the VIP tickets, if I'm not mistaken, I think they were... Probably 300 uh, Yeah, three 400 So I don't know what all you get with them. I was just looking up, you know, just basic prices to see what I'm going to be looking at in May. So I know when to start, so I know how much to start putting back. God, dude, this is going to be sick, dude. Yeah, and just a side note, like, as soon as I read it, I immediately looked at DT and just yelled out, Tool's going to be there, and, like, we all went fucking bizarre oh, for, God, for, like, yeah. a good five, ten minutes just geeking out over this. Yeah, like, we were going to talk more Takashi 69 I was like, fuck You're that. You're like, fuck Let's that. We up. have to talk about this. Yeah, dude, this is going to be a great festival, guys. Let us know who you would like to see in this uh, three-day lineup here. We would love to hear your guys, uh, who y'all would like to listen to. But, uh, Letty, the diss tracks on YouTube, they, they, they keep getting better and better. And I think we have reached the mountaintop with this one. I'll let you listen to it before the oh, show. Yeah. Guys, so you heard us briefly talk about Deji last week, which is uh, the YouTuber... KSI's brother. He goes by Comedy Shorts Gamer. And they've apparently had some issues. It all started with that podcast. KSI called out YouTube rappers. Quedeca put out a diss track on KSI. A few other guys did. KSI fires back with Aries. I guess he's calling himself the God of War. And I'll be honest with you, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was, I mean, like... It's trash. I, I just think KSI could have done better. I don't know if he just maybe was overwhelmed to how good Quedeca did and everything. Well, he called out a lot of people in his song. Then all of a sudden, I guess it fueled from the randolph Deji beef. I guess Deji kind of felt like that a lot of the stuff Randolph was talking that KSI yeah. told him all this shit and kind of... Didn't back him because he puts out this video just like talking about how his brother shits on him and his parents. I don't think it should have been put in public like that. No. KSI said that too. But then Deji says, well, he fucking blocked me on text, call, call, social media, you name it. KSI did confirm that in his video because he tried apologizing to him. And then Deji's like, yeah, he's just doing that. Yeah to try to look yeah. sincere to everybody. Deji puts out a diss track with three people that I don't think Crypt was going to be on this because he was he went to do a song with Deji, but it was about Randolph Yeah, because Crypt and Randolph had that. Then the d- diss track came out before Crypt left L.A., and then he hopped in, and I'm glad he fucking did. Oh, I am too. Guys, this diss track, I've got the uh, link to it, to the YouTube video and the show notes. Holy shit. Just listen to it. I, I don't know how you come back from that. Honestly, if I was KSI, I wouldn't. I'd I wouldn't like, either. be like, nope, I'm done. Because, I mean, once Dax and Crip got up there... It was a wrap. They, he was destroyed. I was watching a video on this guy. Uh, he goes by Screw. I don't like calling them YouTube rappers, but they're on YouTube and rapping, yeah. so how can you not? But he was kind of saying, like, how do you come back from that? Because you're getting attacked from four sides. One of them's your brother. He knows all your sh- yeah. secrets. And just the intellect, like Crips part had, what Dax was saying, I mean, it's like you're just overwhelmed. I mean, you are. who do you attack first? Like, <laughs> like his, even with his past records, with KSI's past diss track records, I mean, it's it's going to be shit if he tries to come back. Yeah, Aries was horrible. And he had even had a line, because 
he went at Quedeca most of the song. Yeah. He had had a line, because uh, he's known for making FIFA videos, and he even had a line, I'll beat you at FIFA. Quedeca was like, Quedeca was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, is this is this what we waited two weeks on? Like, this is the best you can do? He's like, dude, I know you're better. You can do better than this. Like, it was just terrible. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting that these two are going back and forth. Well, I was on Deji's side here. I didn't really agree with the whole public thing. I still don't. Yeah. Then he goes on Logan fucking Paul's podcast. Oh, fuck. You know, they had to be from the yeah. fight and everything. And then next thing you know, I'm watching. And I said, please tell me this this motherfucker did. And then he lost me. I, I think they're both morons now. I, I've never... Re- I kind of liked KSI at one time. But then when Deji went on Logan Paul, it's like clearly you're just trying to cut deep on your yeah, brother. You know what doing. I mean? I don't think this is fake. I kind of did it first. I don't think it is now. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I really hate it. I hate because, because you know, man, I've been into it with my brother before, and it sucks. Oh yeah. And your family and stuff like that. But I, I just don't agree that you take it public. You know what I mean? I, I I've never understood that. Work the shit out behind the scenes. Oh yeah, I mean, and if you want to like take it to real life, it's basically the thing of you and your sibling fighting, and then you take it straight to Facebook. And you just post everything that happens. Yeah, exactly. My thing is, family matters should never be discussed in public. But this generation is just like they feel the need to do that. And if this shit is for more views, click, get people to subscribe, whatever, then they're two demented fucks. Yeah, and I, I've lost any respect that I've had for them. I, I just really don't understand why he went on the Logan Paul podcast. I was just like, dead you, dude. You had people on your side, and that right there, you're going to cause a lot of people to not be on your side. Definitely. The diss track, guys, definitely check it out. Again, if you have a problem with you, a family member, guys, don't resolve it putting shit on Facebook. I've, I've probably been guilty of it before, and I just feel like it, 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 you don't, people don't need to know that. Yeah, especially and, if it's real personal. Because there's fucked up people that'll use shit like that against you oh, yeah. if you get into it or whatever. But let us know if you all have followed this. I don't know how many big YouTube fans that we have out there, but we want to know. And again, let us know on the Epicenter Festival who you guys would like to go see. Oh, yeah, definitely. Highlighted band or artist of the week. Letty, who are you listening to this week? This week, to keep my heavy metal December going, I got you a really great and amazing band. I mean, this is what really brought me onto metal, and that's Slipknot. Hell yeah. They are, they're an amazing band. I mean, they're still going for over 20 years. A little bit about them. Slipknot is an American heavy metal band from Des Moines, Iowa. The band was founded in uh, 95 by percussionist Sean Crayan drummer Joey Jordanson, and bassist Paul Gray. After several lineup changes in its early years, the band finally settled on nine members for more than a decade. Okay, I was in a band, and I know DT was. Just having four or five is hard to keep up with. Jesus, Imagine yes. having fucking nine people. Yeah, the, for, first, the first thing I heard about Slipknot, my buddy was like, he had saw him live, I think, in like 99, and he was like, man, they I think I talked about this before. He said, their music just sounds like it blends together, and... They got too many people in their band. No, no, like the way they do their percussions, I think it's it's genius. Yeah. 
uh, the lineup for that decade was Sean Crayon, Joey Jordanson, Paul Gray, Corey Taylor, Mick Thompson, Jim Root, Craig Jones, Sid Wilson, and Chris Fain. Unfortunately, Gray passed away in May 24th of 2010. R.I.P. It was, it was a sad moment. Like I remember what chick I went to school with. She actually came to school crying because Slipknot was her top band. She found out, you know, Gray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, found she found out Gray had passed away, and she was in tears. It broke her heart for a few days because you know her first thought was, "I'm never gonna get another album." Yeah. Thankfully, you know, they ended up. Uh, well, they didn't replace. They had somebody. I mean, step in. Yeah, yeah. step in because saying replace to Paul Gray is kind of, kind of, you know, hurts me to say that. But um, you have a guitarist Donnie Steele, and then Joey ended up leaving the band in 2013, and you know everybody was hurt by that because that's one of the founding members. You had two of the three founding members just gone. Yeah, I mean, it. they're still awesome, they're but still it, did, great. It, it did take a piece. It did. Uh, now you got Alessandro Venturella on bass and Jay Weinberg on drums. This band, I mean, if you love heavy metal, if you don't know who they are and you love heavy metal, where have you been? Yeah. Uh, three songs I got for you. The first one is The Blister Exists. It is, hands down, my favorite song on their uh, Volume 3 Subliminal Verses album. It's just a great way, and it's the second track, so it was an amazing way to set the tone for that whole damn album. The uh, second one I got for you is actually a soundtrack album. It was off their Iowa album, but it was used in the Resident Evil picture, uh, motion picture soundtrack. It's called My Plague. That was one of the earlier songs by them that I actually watched the video to, and I thought the video was so badass that it's, it stuck with me. Yeah. And then the last song I got for you it's all out life. It's their new single they just released, I want to say, about a month ago. And I've wore this song out. It's a great way to, you know, say what the, I guess, direction of the new album they're going to be working on is going. It's going back, I guess you could say, more to, like, the way their first album was. And it was so heavy, and I loved it. And the just all out life is an all-around good song. I mean, if you love Slipknot from their first album, even... E- to their like their latest album the the gray chapters i mean it's just a good combination of what all they've done so i highly recommend checking out slipknot if you love heavy metal even if you don't love heavy metal and you just want someone new to listen to check them out you might actually find you a band you really enjoy dt who you listening to this week definitely check out the they did the beastie boys cover oh, sabotage yeah. with corn that was badass my band this week guys 21 pilots uh i actually just kind of stumbled upon them i was seeing them everywhere yeah. i like finding unique bands that don't sound like anybody these guys are just a two-piece band I- i'm assuming i don't know if they just have the other members if it's just background dj whatever yeah. i love their sound it's unique it doesn't sound like anybody else, but they're an American musical duo from Columbus, Ohio. They formed in 2009 by lead vocalist Tyler Joseph, along with Nick Thomas and Chris Sally, who left in 2011. The current lineup is Joseph and drummer Josh Dunn. They put out two self-release albums, 21 Pilots in 2009 and Regional at Best in 2011. Uh, these guys have so many good songs. It was really hard to pick three. Well, actually, I kind of did four because one of them tied. Uh, first one, Stressed Out. I just love oh, yeah. that the beat of that song. Ruby loved that song. I mean, how can you... 
can relate to that song. We're all stressed out. Yeah, everyone can relate to that fucking song. Yeah. Next one I got is one I, I really like, Polarize. Uh, yes. You can relate that to you and your friends. You all got problems, so... And the last one is Heavy Dirty Soul. This one has become uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, I caught you singing, Letty. <laughs> uh, it's become one of my favorites. I just love how they, this is the one they open their shows with. And I love the way he, he has like that free, that quick rap yeah. type sound. I love it. And then uh, the one that I, another one I really like, I had to include this one, is uh, Car Radio. Yes. I think this is the one that kind of put them on the map. And from just, I love the piano, how it gets mellow, and then just how hard it gets at the end. Guys, we got 21 Pilots Slipknot for you this week. Definitely, if you haven't checked them out, I don't know where you've been. And, and again, a lot of the times, I'm sure most of y'all have heard, but maybe you haven't heard some of the songs. I'm sure you have this week, but these are just the bands we're listening to this week. All right, guys, there's uh, not going to be, uh, there's no dumbasses this week. Uh, Which I guess you could say is a good thing. In a way. Yeah, what? yeah, it's a good thing. I mean, it's great. Yeah, and uh, we're actually thinking about might have a a, a badass of you the know, week. You know, a badass of the week. I mean, yeah, we never know. We'll, share we'll, some positivity. We'll figure it out. But <laughs> on to Urban Dictionary <laughs> word Urban of the Dictionary. week, Letty. What's your word this week? Oh man, my word this week. It's it's a it's it's a assassin. That's what it is. And assassin. Assassin. And. The thing we got, you got the king or queen of sass, the sass master. Oh, yeah. And what comes to my head when I think of that, you know, Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah. She is the sass master. Or I could have just easily just said, you know, my daughter, my six-year-old, almost seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. You know, she's a sass master, too. She actually snapped at me last night. <laughs> she was saying something. She threw that hip out and snapped them fingers. And my roommate, Kristen, she died. She was over laughing at me. So. Kinsley does that, too. Puts a hand on the hip. Put the hand on the hip, and then you know you got a sassassin oh, right there. Yeah. DT, what's your word this week? Uh, mine is street soda. I mean, we're all guilty of this if you've drank in your life. It's an alcoholic drink that is typically made in a fast food soda cup so that it can be consumed in public spaces with little suspicion from others. <laughs> Which it really works out until you get shitty and then you're yeah. just, you're done. But well, once you get sloppy, they know that you got you a street soda. Well, how many times you mixed up a drink in a McDonald's cup? Oh, listen, <laughs> I, it's more Wendy's for me, oh, but Wendy's. I mean, it works out. <laughs> All right, guys, on to sports, sports I told you guys last week we're going to go over the bowl schedule coming up. and This is the time I, I love it because I love the bowl games, but I, I, I kind of get sad because I know football season it's coming is to it's coming to an end. Letty will discuss uh, the week, I believe it's 14, of yep. NFL. All right, so guys, what we're going to kind of do is we're going to go over the bowl schedule and we'll do the playoff last. And uh, we're, we're just kind of, whether you've heard of them or not, Letty, just pick. All right. So we're first game Saturday, December fifteenth. We got the Air Force Reserve Celebration Bowl, North Carolina A and T versus Alcorn State. North Carolina. I'll go Alcorn State. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I just, yeah, I've, I've heard of that one. New Mexico Bowl. We got North Texas versus Utah State. I'll take Utah yeah, State. Yeah, Utah State. Yeah, they're actually decent. We got the Auto Nation Cure Bowl, Tulane versus Louisiana. I'm Almost, going Louisiana. I'll say Tulane. They're they're oh decent, I guess. Mitsubishi Motors, Las Vegas Bowl, Fresno State, Arizona State. This will be a good Ooh, game. I'll say Arizona State. 
I'll agree. Arizona State. Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan. I'm going to go Georgia Southern. I'm going to go Eastern Michigan. All right. R&L Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. We got Middle Tennessee versus Appalachian State, baby. I'm going to go Appalachian State. Yep, Appalachian State. They got heart. We got Cherubundi Boca Raton Bowl. I've been to Boca Raton. Beautiful place, by the way, Letty. UAB versus Northern Illinois. I'm going to – who you got? I'm going to go Northern Illinois. I'm going to go UAB. We'll, we'll split on that one. I ain't even saying the dates now. Okay, I'm going to start saying Wednesday, December 19th, we got the DXL Frisco Bowl, San Diego State versus Ohio. Who you got? Ohio. I'm going Ohio. I agree, I agree. Thursday, December 20th, Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, Gasparilla, I lived in Tampa. Gasparilla, it's like, uh, you know, Mardi Gras? Yeah. It, it, they do that, but it's with pirates. Oh, hell. It's, it's the shit, That dude. sounds amazing. <laughs> yes. Marshall versus South Florida. And South Florida College is awesome. South Florida. I'm going to go with South Florida, too, even though Marshall probably will get that one. I'm going to pick South Florida just because I live there, and it's awesome. You got to show some love. Yeah. Friday, December 21st, we got the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl. Damn, I wish we could go to the oh, Bahamas yeah. Bowl. Can we Can we ride? <laughs> uh, FIU versus Toledo. I'm going to go Toledo. I'll go Toledo. Moving on, we got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Fuck yeah. God, you got to be mad if you play in this. <laughs> nah, hey, at least you're in a bowl. Yeah, though. you're in a bowl game, man. I know we're not. <laughs> Fuck. Western Michigan versus BYU. I'm going to go BYU. I'm going to go Western Michigan. Maybe a good choice they can win. Saturday, December 22nd, we got the Jared Birmingham Bowl. I've never even heard of that bowl. Memphis versus Wake Forest. Oh, my God. Wake Forest made a bowl, (laughs) and we beat the shit out of them, and we didn't make it? Oh, my God, dude. That's bullshit. I'm going, uh, what's the first one, Memphis? Or Wake Forest, Yeah, yeah. I'll go Memphis. I'm going to say Wake Forest just to rep the ACC, even though I can't believe that, dude. They went to a bowl. Maybe they, maybe they, if they came out with a winning six and Hell six, yeah. I mean, I can't really. Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl. We got Houston versus Army. I'm going to pick Houston. I'm going to pick Houston. We got the Dollar General Bowl. Dollar stores, boy, they're taking the over, The dollar store, they're like, they're just, they're just mini Walmarts. They are, dude. Buffalo versus Troy. I'm going to go Troy. I'm going to go Buffalo. All right. We got the Sophie Hawaii Bowl. If I'm saying that right, I'm probably not. Louisiana Tech versus Hawaii. I'm going to go Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Wednesday, December 26th, we got the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl. Boston College versus Boise State. Another team we beat and still didn't make it to a bowl. I got to go Boise State here. Boise State, yeah. Even though I should rep Boston College, I I'm gonna go Boston College. I gotta stay with the ACC. I can't I can't do that actually. <laughs> Quick Lane Bowl, Minnesota versus Georgia Tech, another ACC team. I'm gonna pick Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, Georgia Tech. <laughs> cheese It Bowl. I love uh, me some cheeses. Yeah, damn cheese. I like I I like cheese nips, but hey, it's hey, all they're, good. They're all good. Yeah. California versus TCU. I gotta go TCU. TCU. Thursday, December 27th, we got the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Temple versus Duke. I got to go Duke, Duke. ACC. Yep, Duke. New Era Pinstripe Bowl. We got those pieces of shit in Miami versus Wisconsin. And though I hate them, they're in the ACC. <laughs> I got to go Miami. I'm going to go Wisconsin. Academic, or 
I said academic. <laughs> Acad- academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. We got Baylor versus Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt look good. I- I'm going to pick Vanderbilt here. I'm going to go with Baylor. Okay. Friday, December 28th, Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Purdue versus Auburn. And I'm going to go Purdue. Purdue. I'm going to go Auburn. All right. Camping World Bowl, we got West Virginia versus Syracuse. I, I'm going to pick, ah, I got to go Syracuse, yeah, Syracuse, ACC. Valero, Alamo Bowl, we got Iowa State versus Washington State. We're getting into the good games now. Uh, oh, I got to go Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. Saturday, December 29th, here we go, baby. The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, number 10, Florida versus number 7, Michigan. And uh, I'm going to pick Michigan here. Yeah, I'd say Michigan. Because fuck Florida. <laughs> Belk Bowl, South Carolina versus Virginia. Uh, I'm going to go Virginia, ACC, baby. Virginia. Damn, we got a lot of ACC teams in except for mine. (laughs) Ain't that a bitch. Uh, The Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. We got Arkansas State versus Nevada. and I'm going to go Arkansas State. I am too. All right, on to the fucking playoff, Letty. The nitty-gritty mama got big titty. Um, we got a few more actually down below this, but we'll go ahead and pick it. Fuck it. Number two, Clemson versus number three, Notre Dame. Who you picking? I'm gonna say Clemson. Same here. Yep, Clemson's gonna bring it. Uh, then we got number one, Alabama versus number four, Oklahoma. Alabama. Alabama's gonna win, but damn it, I'm gonna give fucking uh, Oklahoma. Uh, yes. Go on. Oklahoma, beat the fuck out. You know of what though? You know what? If Oklahoma pulls that win off, that will be the one of the hugest upsets. It will be amazing wow. what it will be. It will be fucking amazing. I think what it's going to come down to is this. If Oklahoma scores a lot on Alabama's defense, either going to be Alabama just dominates them, which is more than likely going to happen. I hope it doesn't. The only way I see Oklahoma winning this is if it's a shootout and yeah. they just so happen to score either – the last time you know in overtime or the you know end of the game yeah all right monday december 31st the military bowl presented by northrop grumman cincinnati versus virginia tech we got mo's team i'm gonna gonna go cincinnati i wish i could virginia tech is important they're in the acc unfortunately so i gotta pick them sorry mo We got this, Mo. All right. Hyundai Sun Bowl. We got Stanford versus Pittsburgh. Stanford. Uh, I got to go Pittsburgh. I got to go Pittsburgh. They're in the ACC. Red Box Bowl. We got Michigan State versus Oregon. That's an interesting game. I'm picking Michigan State. Yeah. I'm going to go with them, too. AutoZone Liberty Bowl. 345. Oh, I think all these are... Are all these... Yeah, all these are on Monday, December 31st. So... This one's at 345. Uh, the Liberty Bowl, Missouri versus Oklahoma State. Mm. I'm going to go Oklahoma State. Yeah, Oklahoma State. All right, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Wow, could they throw any more names Damn. than that? Northwestern versus Utah. I'm going to pick Utah. Yeah, Utah. Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. <laughs> NC State versus Texas A&M. I got to go NC State. Yep. Yeah. Fuck Texas A&M. <laughs> Tuesday, January 1st, Outback Bowl. We got Mississippi State versus Iowa. Interesting. I'm going to go Iowa. 
I'm going to go Mississippi State on that one. All right, we got VRBO Citrus Bowl, Kentucky versus Penn State. That's going to be an interesting game. I think Kentucky. Uh, no, I'm going to pick Penn yeah, State. Yeah, Penn State. All right, here we go. PlayStation to the Fiesta Bowl, baby. Drama's number 11 LSU Tigers versus number 8 UCF, who has claimed to be the champions of college football, though they have not even got anywhere near. <laughs> they are undefeated, though. They True. have not been beaten two years. Damn. I think LSU. Yeah, LSU is gonna whoop their ass. Mm-hmm. You got this drama. Please do, because if I have to hear them motherfuckers say they're champions again, they didn't even get to the playoff, but they're the champions. They had a parade and everything last year. Holy fuck! Yeah, that's how ridiculous. Oh my god! All right, now on to the Rose Bowl, presented by Northwestern Mutual. Number nine, Washington versus your number six, Ohio State Buckeyes. And I think y'all win this. Oh, yeah. We gonna get it. And the last, we got the All-State Sugar Bowl. Number 15, Texas versus number five, Georgia. I think Georgia Georgia. gets that one. Oh, yeah. Though I hope Texas pulls that one out. All right, guys, if any of, any of your teams are in a bowl game, let us know which bowl, and let us know if you guys want to jump in and give us your picks. Let us know. Letty, week 14 in the NFL. Oh, man, week 14, and we're going to start it out with, if you're a Titans fan, you've seen that they stomped the Jaguars 30-9. to 9. Damn. The Titans are Titans on, fucking, are on roll, fucking fire, dude. You had the Browns versus the Panthers. The Browns beat them 26-20. to 20. Ravens versus the Chiefs. Chiefs got them 27-24. They had the Colts beating the Texans 24-21. The Dolphins beat the Patriots 34-33. Damn, the (laughs) Patriots ain't doing too good. Finally. I know, right? Uh, You had the Giants beating the Redskins 40-16. The Saints beat the Buccaneers 28-14. I mean, they better have come back after losing last week to the Cowboys. You got the Falcons and the Packers. The Packers beat them 34-20. Jets versus the Bills. The Jets won 27-23. You had the Bengals versus the Chargers. The Chargers beat them 26-21. Broncos versus the 49ers. 49ers got it with 20-14. Eagles versus the Cowboys. I mean, Cowboys beat them 29-23. The Raiders beat the Steelers. Yeah, Hell baby. yeah, 24-21. Go fuck yourself, Steelers. <laughs> Lions beat the Cardinals 17-3. You had the Bears beating the Rams 15-6. And today we have the Vikings versus the Seahawks. I'm going to go Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings too. Damn, look at the Browns beating the Panthers. I know. Like, Damn, the Browns are 5-7. and seven. <laughs> Damn, dude. They, <laughs> hey, they're getting better though, man. Dude, I just can't believe the Dolphins beat the fucking Patriots. I can't like, either, like, dude. That's shit. fucking crazy. But I'll tell you right now, the Chiefs. The damn Saints, uh, the Titans. I mean, dude, there's just so many good teams They're on coming. Fire. Yeah, dude, there's just so many teams coming out of the woodworks. It, uh, I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be an interesting. The Texans, yeah, uh, they they lost to the Colts, but man, they put up a hell of a fight there. It's gonna be interesting to see how it unfolds. Oh yeah, definitely. Look at the Chargers, ten and three. Damn, that's see, I like. I, I want some some new teams. To be in the fucking Super Bowl. Somebody we don't expect. Oh, yeah. Like like the Chargers versus the Titans or some shit. Dude, Titans make it to the Super Bowl. I'll probably shit myself. Or, or, or your Cowboys. They, yeah, they have a strong possibility. You know, just somebody different, man. All right, guys. Now we are heading on to story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. 
Today, guys, we got one for you. This one's called uh, Laughing Jack. 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 Letty picked this one. It's about reading time is about eight minutes. So, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and dive right in this one. Everyone has a story to tell. Here's ours. A laughing Jack. It was a nice summer day. My five-year-old son James was playing outside in the backyard of our suburban home. James has always been a quiet boy. He plays by himself mostly. He never had many friends, but he had always had a wild imagination. I was in the kitchen feeding our dog Fido when I heard what sounded like James talking to someone in the backyard. I'm not sure who it was he could be talking to. Could he have finally made a friend? Being a single mom, it's hard for me to always keep an eye on my son, so I decided to go outside and check on him. When I went into the backyard, I was a bit confused because James was the only person back there. Was he talking to himself? I could have sworn I heard another voice. James, it's time to come inside, I called out to him. He came inside and I sat down at the kitchen table. It was about lunchtime, so I decided to make him a turkey sandwich. James, who were you talking to out there, I asked. James looked up for a moment. I was playing with my new friend, he said, smiling. I poured him some milk and continued to pry as any good mother would. Does your friend have a name? Why didn't you ask him to have lunch with us, I asked. James stared at me for a moment before replying, his name is Laughing Jack. I was a bit taken back by what he had said. Oh, that's a strange name. What does your friend look like, I asked, a bit confused. He's a clown. He has long hair and a big swirly comb nose. He's got long arms and baggy pants with stripy socks and he always smiles. I realized my son was talking about an imaginary friend. I suppose it was normal for kids his age to have imaginary friends, especially when he has no real kids to play with. It's probably just a phase. The rest of the day I w went by per usual, and it was starting to get late, so I put James to bed. I tucked him in, gave him a kiss, and made sure to turn on his nightlight before I closed the door. I was pretty tired myself, so I decided to go to bed not long after. I had an awful nightmare. It was dark. I was in some kind of rundown amusement park. I was scared, running through an endless field of empty tents, broken down rides, and abandoned game huts. The whole place had a horrible look to it. Everything was black and white. The prize stuffed animals all hung from nooses in the game huts, all with sick grins stitched on their faces. It felt like the whole park was looking at me, even though there wasn't another living thing in sight. Then suddenly, I began to hear music play. Sounds of Pop Goes the Weasel being played on a squeeze box echoed through the park. It was hypnotizing. I followed its tune to the circus tent, almost in a trance, unable to stop my legs from moving forward. It was pitch black. The only light came from a single spotlight shining on the center of the big top. As I walked toward the light, the music slowed down. I found myself singing along and able to stop. All along the mulberry bush, the monkey chased the weasel. The monkey thought was all in fun. The music stopped right before its climax, and suddenly the lights shot on. The intensity of the lights was practically blinding. All I could see was a small dark silhouette shuffled towards me. Then another one appeared, and another, and another. There were dozens of them all coming toward me. I couldn't move. My legs were frozen. All I could do was watch as the haunting figures drew nearer. 
As they got closer, I could see they were children. As I looked at each one, I noticed they were all horribly disfigured and mutilated. Some had cuts all over their body and others were severely burnt, and others were missing limbs, even eyes. The children enveloped me, clawing at my flesh, dragging me to the ground and tearing inside me. As the children tore me apart and I faded away, all I could hear was laughter. Horrible, awful, evil laugh, laugh, laugh. I woke up the next morning in a cold sweat. After taking a few deep breaths, I looked over and saw that a few of James's action figures were positioned facing me at the, on the top of my nightstand. I sighed. James had probably woken up early and put these here. I gathered up the toys and made my way to James's room. However, when I opened the door, James was sound asleep. I just shrugged and placed the toys back in his toy box and headed out to the living room. A little while later, James woke up and I made him his breakfast. He was quiet and seemed a bit groggy. Perhaps he didn't sleep well either. I decided to ask him about the toys. James, honey, did you put the toys in mommy's room this morning? His eyes shot up at me for a moment and then quickly glanced back down at his cereal. Laughing, Laughing Jack, 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 I rolled my eyes and responded, Will you tell Laughing Jack to keep his toys in your room? James nodded and finished up his breakfast, then decided to go play in the backyard. I went to relax in the living room and I must have dozed off because I woke up a couple hours later. Shit, I need to check on James. I was a bit worried. It had been over two hours and I haven't checked on him. I went, stepped out into the backyard, and James wasn't there anymore. I was getting so nervous I called out to him, James, James, where are you? Just then, I heard a giggle come from the front yard. I rushed through the gate around the front of the house. James was sitting there on the sidewalk. I breathed a sigh of relief and walked over to him. James, how many times have I told you to stay in the back? James, what are you eating? James looked up at me and then reached into his pocket and pulled out a handful of hard candies in all colors. This made me nervous. James, who gave you that candy? James just stared at me, all in not speaking. James, please tell mommy where you got that candy. James hung his head down and said, laughing jack, my heart sunk. I kneeled down to look at him in the eye. James, I've had enough of this damn Laughing Jack thing. He is not real. Now, this is a very serious situation, and I need to know who gave you the candy. I could see my son's eyes tear up. But Mama, Laughing Jack did give me the candy. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. James has never lied to me, but what he's telling me is impossible. I make him spit out the candy and throw the rest away. James appears to be fine. Maybe I'm just overreacting after all. He could have gotten it from Tom and Linda from next door or Mr. Walker down the street. Either way, I'm going to keep a closer eye on James. That night, I put James to bed than usual and decided to go to bed early myself. Suddenly, I was, I was woken up by a loud bang coming from the kitchen. I sprung out of bed and hurried down the stairs. When I got to the kitchen, I was horrified. Everything on the counters had been thrown on the floor, and our dog Fido hung dead from the light fixture. His stomach was cut open and stuffed with candy, the same type that James was eating earlier that day. My shock was quickly broken by a sharp scream coming from James's room, followed by loud crashes. 
I quickly grabbed a knife from the drawer and moved up the stairs with the speed that only a mother whose child is in danger could have. I burst through the door and flicked on the lights. Everything in the room was knocked over and tossed on the floor. My poor son in his bed crying and shaking with fear. A pool of urine stained the sheets. I scooped up my child and ran out the house and went next door to Tom and Linda's house. Luckily, they were still awake. They let me use their phone and I called the police. It didn't take them long to arrive and I explained what happened. They looked at me as if I was crazy. They searched the house, but all they found was a dead dog and two trashed rooms. The officer told me that someone had probably gotten into the house and done this right before making a quick escape when they heard me coming up the stairs. I knew it wasn't true. All the doors were locked and none of the windows were open. Whatever was in my house didn't come from outside. The next day, James stayed inside. I didn't want him to leave my sight. I went into the garage and found his old baby monitor and set it up in his room. If anything comes into his room tonight, I was going to be able to hear it. I went to the kitchen and grabbed the largest knife from the drawer and put it on my nightstand. Imaginary friend or not, I'm not letting anything hurt my little boy. Soon enough, night came. I put James to bed. He was afraid, but I promised him that I wasn't going to let anything happen to him. I tucked him in, gave him a kiss, and turned on the nightlight. Before closing the door, I whispered to him, Good night, James. I love you. I tried to stay up as long as I could, but after a few hours, I felt, I felt myself drifting off. My baby would be safe for the night, and I needed sleep. Just as I lay my head on my pillow, I heard some soft noises coming from the baby monitor I'd put on my nightstand. At first, it sounded like interference, like a kind a radio would make. Then it turned into a soft moan. Was James asleep? Then I heard it, the laugh from my nightmare, that, that horrible laugh. laugh. I sprung up from my bed and grabbed the knife from under my pillow. I rushed over to James's room and creaked the door open. I tried the light switch, but it wouldn't come on. I took a step in and I couldn't see the warmth, and I could feel the warm, thick liquid on my feet. Suddenly, James's nightlight came on, and I could see the absolute horror laid out in front of me. James's body was nailed up on the wall, the nails piercing through his hands and feet. His chest was cut wide open, and his organs hung down to the floor. His eyes and tongue had been removed along with most of his teeth. I was disgusted. I could hardly believe that was my baby boy. Then I heard it again, the soft, desperate moan. James was still alive. My baby, my poor baby, in so much pain, barely clinging to life, I ran across the room and vomited on the floor, but my sickness was interrupted by a horrible cackle coming from behind me. I spun around, still wiping bile from my mouth, then out of the shadows emerged a fiend responsible for all this horror. Laughing Jack. Jack. His ghost, white skin, and matted black hair hung down to his shoulders. He had piercing white eyes surrounding by dark black rings. His twisted smile revealed a row of sharp, jagged teeth, and his skin didn't look like skin at all. It almost looked like rubber or plastic. He wore a patchy black and white clown outfit with striped sleeves and socks. His body itself was grotesque, his long arms hanging down past his waist, and the way he was poised made him look almost boneless, like a rag doll. He let out a sickening laugh as if to let me know he was pleased with my reaction to his work. He then turned around slowly in front of James and began to laugh even more at the horrific sight he had laid out. That was enough to shake me from my terror. I snapped. Get away from him, you bastard! I rushed to the monster, raising the knife above my head, and stabbed down at him. But as soon as the knife touched him, he disappeared in a cloud of black smoke. The knife passed right through and pierced James, still beating heart, splashing the warm blood on my face. No, what have I done? My baby. I killed my baby. I immediately fell to my knees and I could hear sirens in the distance growing louder. My boy, my sweet baby boy, I promised mommy would protect you, but I failed. I'm sorry, James. I'm so sorry. 
Police soon arrived to find me in front of my stun, still wielding the knife covered in my baby's blood. The trial was short, insanity. I was placed in the house for the criminally insane, where I've been for the past two months. It's not so bad here. The only reason I'm awake now is because someone is playing Pop Goes the Weasel outside my window. I'll talk to the orderlies about it in the morning. Dang, dude. That took a fucking turn, man. I remember that story, dude. Yes. And it it fucked me up every time. <laughs> you know? I mean, just to come in and see that. God, these stories. We're such demented people. Dude, just whoever came up with that story. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great story. Guys, again, that one was called Laughing Jack. If uh, you guys want to check it out, I'll leave the link to this on creepypasta.com. It's a great site if you love creepy pastas. Just any creepy story, definitely check it out. All right, moving on to the. All right, guys, we got two big name Netflix shows. I mean, probably two of the biggest of all time on Netflix. I mean, if not, they're damn near it. Uh, We got Narcos taking on Breaking Bad. We got the Battle of the Drug series on here. We got Pablo Escobar versus Walter White's (laughs) nerdy looking ass. (laughs) We got Meth versus Cocaine. And marijuana. Marijuana. (laughs) uh, Guys, we're just kind of going to talk which we like better and why and just kind of dive in depth about both of these shows. Letty, are you ready? Spaghetti, Hetty, (laughs) Netty. Ready, DT. Now let the battle commence. Letty, you know, I'm a huge Narcos fan, as you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know you're 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 pretty familiar with. Both yeah, I'm, of these. I'm 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 familiar with both of them. I've watched more Breaking Bad than Narcos, but yeah. I mean they're both really great shows. So you pretty much would pick Breaking Bad. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. I, I see. It's the opposite for me. <laughs> I have watched Breaking Bad. I do like it. It's a damn good show. But I'm a Narcos fanatic. You know, Narcos guys, as you know, the first two start out about Pablo Escobar, the the where they eventually killed him, how he got his start, everything. Um, his whole crew, uh, just, you know, the DEA, it focuses on them, too. And, uh, you know, then you got the third one, which is about the Cali cartel, who takes over after Pablo, yeah. which is one you watch, Letty. Yeah. Um, and then you have the new one, this, this it literally just came out, Narcos Mexico, which technically would be the first one. Then you would go to the the first two, and yeah. then the Cali Cartel one. I, I love it. It's a great series. Now, it, a, a lot of it is in Spanish, so it, a lot of it is subtitles. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm still a huge fan. I think this is a you know because it's all true. I mean, yeah, all these stories. You know, Narcos Mexico is of course about the Guadalajara Cartel in Mexico, which you know them cartels they just called El Chapo. He actually was a part of the Guadalajara cartel, which, as you know, uh, Angel Felix, I believe is his name, um, who gave Chapo his start. And, you know, of course, now you know Chapo. I mean, he's probably the most famous narco. But I'll tell you an interesting fact. You know that narco-terrorism actually started with Pablo Escobar with these car bombs? He actually was the first narco-terrorist. Damn. Interesting fact. But Breaking Bad, you know, I just hate meth. Like, I, I, yeah. I hate it. I, I did try it a few times back in the old Wild West party days. I've tried it. And it, I don't know, man. It just, it, it's 
a nasty feeling. It's just I've seen a lot of good people just like, I mean, beautiful people just turn disgusting. I don't know if maybe that kind of bias steered me away from Baking Bad a little, but it's a damn good show. Yeah, it is a damn good show. I mean, you got damn Malcolm's dad from Malcolm in the Middle (laughs) playing a badass. Oh, Walter. Oh, Walter White. You know, you got Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a fucking badass damn assistant, too, so. That's a fucked up little duo there, but. It is. They made it work. They dude. did. They made it work, and God, how many seasons do they have? I want to say about, what, eight? Yeah, I, yeah. They had a lot before yeah. the end there, and um, I just thought it was interesting how that show unfolded. You know, Walter White, of course, was a, what was he, a chemist. Yeah, he was a he was like a chemist teacher who ended up getting like brain cancer or some shit. And, and they then they fire him, and then that's how you. Yeah, I'm pretty from. sure if I remember correctly. God, it's been a minute since I've seen the beginning of it. But yeah, they they ended up like he ended up losing his job, and he's just like, I need money for my treatment, so he just starts making meth. Yeah. And I mean, he made like the pure shit that no one could figure out what yeah, the fuck he was making. Yeah, that fucking blue stuff. Yes. God. Ah. Ooh. I mean, it it was a crazy, it was a good show. Um, I mean, both of these are good. I mean, I don't know how you pick one. I I've just gravitated toward Narcos. That's my favorite. Both of these are good. Both of these are based on you know true story. Well, no, I don't think I, Breaking Bad might have been based off of somebody, but Meth is a true story. Yeah, so, Meth is a true story. <laughs> Stay away um, from that story. Yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, I think a lot of people think these type of shows glorify it, but I think it's all about how you interpret the message. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, as somebody that's, you know, been a part of the drug eras, the drug game, whatever the hell you want to call it, there ain't really nothing to glorify. I mean... People lose their life. Like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Do. People die. People people lose relationships. They lose. It destroys your life. Oh, yeah. You just spiral out of control and everything goes downhill. Yeah. But I think what the, these shows, what I like about these two is it kind of shows you this is what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get all this money. It's going to be badass. But eventually the, the, the DEA, whoever, they're going to come in. They're going to take all that shit you bought. You're not going to get to keep any of no, it. You're, you're going to go to prison. Yep. Or some crazy fuck that wants to be in your spot is going to kill you. Yeah. Or you're going to go snitch on them and go witness protection where nobody ever will hear from you. Yep, and then you're gone. So, I mean, basically, just stay out of the drug game. Just watch watch the shit on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I think they just show you this to kind of show you, hey... Yeah, you may think it's cool, you may think it's fun, but in the end, you don't win. No You're, one wins. You, yeah, you you either turn into a junkie that you just you just don't have a life. And I was around the dr- drug dealers, and you know, getting money. And I, at the end of the day, because it's like you eventually you had to start with like these guys. They got to start worrying about their own people. Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't keep feeding them that, and then they want more and more and more. And then, yeah. and then if that call's made, hey, get rid of this, you know, he's he's too flashy, whatever. You're gone. Yeah, I mean, drugs, the war on drugs, in my opinion, will never end. It won't. Because I think drugs are an answer for a lot of people. And I also think, uh, on the other aspect, uh, a lot of these high-ranking cops, politicians, they, they get their pocket greased. There's too oh, yeah, much. There's do. too much money in drugs. Oh, there is. And there's too much money in keeping it illegal and legalizing yes. the shit that should be legal. Take it for, you know, everybody knows, marijuana. Yeah. It's a fucking plant. 
why the fuck do we have this plant illegal? You know how to beat the war on drugs? Make it legal. Exactly. I mean, but they're not going to make heroin legal. If, if they made everything legal and let people do themselves, they wouldn't want to do it. Because that's one... In, in my younger days, I mean, I know I'm only 23, but back when I was like 13 or 14... I'd always want to drink every time I got a hold. It didn't matter what it was. It's just because yeah. I wasn't allowed to do it because I yeah. wasn't 21. Yep. So, you know, I'd sit there and be down in a bottle of vodka just, and I'd feel like, you know, wake up the next day. Surprisingly, wouldn't have a hangover, but I mean, I'd just be like, man, why do I, why did I do that? But, yeah. you know, it's just because it's, I'm not allowed to do it. And that's what makes it, you know, fun in a way. Yeah. I, I, again, you know, I these type of shows, I mean, yeah, they're going to show you the, the the highs and the lows of it. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, a lot of these guys die, go to prison. You you get those very selected few that that make it, that get out. But a lot of these guys just don't know when oh, to yeah. quit. And, and, and for me, I mean, I don't know. I've never been a big high-level fucking drug dealer. But eventually, you got to go, okay, this is good enough for me. I'm out. Oh, yeah. It, it, it just seems like you would get tired of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're sitting there, you you got to get new customers, you got to make sure they're not sketchy and all that shit, and you're just like, can I trust them? No, not really. You got to make sure you pay the right people yeah. to keep the cops off your ass. If you don't pay them enough, who's... And a lot of this, let's be honest, a lot of these guys are caught because they get told on, usually by somebody in their own crew, yep. or they go do some dumb shit and die, but I don't know, I think these two shows just particularly show you hey man this is what's going to happen yeah you're going to start out it's going to be all good i know narcos does a lot but you know like i said it like i said look at pablo escobar at one time he was the forbes seventh most richest man in the world and he said now look at him he's laying dead on top of a rooftop he he was he was having to get around by hiding in trunks of cars to get around. Why the fuck would you want to live like that? Yeah, dude, I know. But guys, let us know which one you like, Breaking Bad or Narcos or both. Like I said, this one, I like both of them. It's hard. I just watch Narcos more. Yeah, same for me. Both of them's great shows. I've just seen Breaking Bad more than what I have Narcos. All right, guys, it's on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it is been... One of them motherfucking days. Letty, are you ready to rant, man? Ready to fucking rant, DT. Letty, let's rant today about people that just take snow way too serious. This was way a, too serious. This was a Letty-inspired rant today, uh, and I thought it was actually kind of funny. You know, in light of the first snow this winter, we decided to rant about those who just go overboard when it's about the snow. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people that get out here on the roads and just act stupid and can risk, you know, fucking other people's cars up or causing an accident or whatever. But we'll just kind of, you know, dive into these types of people. Letty, let's have a rant. Oh, I'm ready. Let's have a rant. I don't know, man. Like, I I see what you're saying. Like, you know, like, I think it's funny, like, when they say it's going to snow. And, I mean, I get it. You want to be prepared especially with food and stuff like that because you don't never know what it's going to do but i just hate those people like don't go in there and be an asshole and buy like five loaves of bread when you know somebody else is going to need it and shit too but i see what you're kind of saying on that like we're not saying that that's a bad thing when you get prepared like that but 
I mean, and I know, I don't know. I would want to kind of see, is this going to happen? I mean, I don't yeah. know if it'd be too late then, but. Yeah, that, that's my biggest thing because, I mean, over here in East Tennessee, we, we get snow. We get at least, what, two to three good snows a year, you'd say. Eh, if, give or if take, that, yeah. If that, yeah. if we're lucky, we might get three, but it snows at least once a year here. Enough to let schools out. Yeah. And every year, once once you hear snow or you see, like, the light is flurry and say you got to go to Walmart that night. Yeah. Chances are there's not going to be any milk left. Nothing. There's not going to be bread. None of your, like, main essential shit. And I'm just, you know, there, there was memes always going around Facebook. It's like, what the fuck are y'all doing with milk and bread? Making fucking milk sandwiches? Because yeah. I swear those are, like, the... Only two yep. things that are gone. Yeah, I just find it hilarious because whenever it does snow, most of the time, you know, the highway department will salt the roads, and then you know your the bypass is always clear. But then you got the people who's on the back roads and shit, and I'm just you're like, just screwed. Yeah, you're just fucked. Yeah, it's like you know, salt all of them, and yeah, you know, like me and you were talking about, like I can't stand those people that get out and act stupid on the roads. Oh yeah, especially during the daytime, like whenever people's out on the roads. I understand going to, like, a field or a parking lot or somewhere where no one's going to be at. Yeah. And, you know, having you a little fun in the snow. Exactly. I mean, I did a donut yesterday, but it was over in, it was in a, it was in a rock parking lot. It was all graveled, so, I mean, I didn't really get to do anything. I just went in a circle and that was it. Yeah. So, I mean, no one was around. There wasn't anybody's lives was put in danger, but you get out there and you see people Whipping it sideways yeah. over a fucking curve that's been iced over. And then you got people in the oncoming lane and they're sideways in that lane. Now, that's fucking stupid. It is. It's like, carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace. when. <laughs> Sorry, I just, <laughs> and just then popped they get in my head. And then yeah, that's old Kansas song. <laughs> carry on my <laughs> wayward son. <laughs> All right. God, I'm so weird. I, just random <laughs> shit pops in my head. But yeah, man, people, like, I can't stand, like, a lot of these rednecks, it'll crack me up, because you'll get them any other time out here hauling ass, like, with snow on the road, whatever, but by one day you be in, a, like, a hurry or something like that, and these motherfuckers will be driving, like, under the speed limit. Yeah. But they'll get out on these snow roads and fucking just haul ass and damn near put everybody's life at risk. I just can't stand that. Guys, when it snows, calm down. Think, think when you go in to buy your groceries, think of other people, man. Don't buy, you ain't got, I mean, buy enough that's going to last you. Like, prepare, I mean, you ain't going to be snowed in a few days tops. Yeah, at, I mean, at, at the most, you might be snowed in for two, yeah, three days at the most here. At the most. I mean, with the technology nowadays and all the resources, I don't even see you'd be that much, really. I think the most I've ever had to where, like, I couldn't get out and do anything was maybe, I don't know, a day or two. Yeah. You know? I mean, don't, let's be honest. Don't be buying, like, four gallons of milk and fucking five loaves of bread, and all you're going to be, you're going to be home for a night. Like, yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you, are you going to have sandwiches for every fucking meal and just drink gallon upon gallon of milk yeah, in really. fucking 24 hours? Yeah, space it out, man. Just think of everybody else. When you're out on the road, be safe. Don't If you want to do a donut, dip off somewhere and do it. Don't do it with other people on the damn road, man. That, God, oh, yeah, dude. definitely. And I mean, or if you want to take it a little step, I mean, if you really adrenaline junkie, go do it at night when no one's on the fucking road. Yeah. I mean, at least then when you fuck your your damn vehicle up no one's gonna be around 
Yeah, and hey, people with assault trucks or tell them where to go, think of the fucking back roads too, you pricks. Dude, I mean, if they would salt most of the back roads, our schools wouldn't be out. Uh, well, uh, but yeah, but to an extent, yeah, they could salt them, but that doesn't necessarily mean. Yeah. That's all I'm saying is keep them in consideration. It, it would be nice. And then what these, you don't understand, yeah, they may not be out, but that just means your school year ends sooner. Yeah. A lot of the times, while the school years around here, especially the county schools, are extended is because of the snow days oh yeah definitely all right guys that's gonna do it for episode 33 i'm telling Damn. you it's beginning to look a lot like fuck this guys we had a great episode as always if you enjoy our podcast please like follow and share us with all your family and friends go ahead and head on over like all our other social media pages real quick the the song you heard yeah was different from last week's so i've kind of just been reminiscing of my old band 12 gauge heretics kind of letty's cool with it hell yeah that I one like was it. yeah that one was called inside my mind another one of my favorites but letty i think this was a great episode man oh i enjoyed it epicenter festival guys tool will be there tool it's going to be, be legendary there. For episode 33 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, if you can't say anything nice, we will gladly say it for you. We out. Peace. Deuces. Clapping Jack's coming.